to John Swinfield's Big Business Podcast. And now, let me introduce your host, journalist and writer, John Swinfield. Hello, I'm John Swinfield. Welcome to Big Business. I'm a journalist and television producer, and I've spent much of my life writing and making films about business bosses. I hope you find this pod gossipy, irreverent, informative, and even fun. If you like the feed, please don't forget to click the subscriber button. Big Business is on every week at 11am GMT on Wednesdays. When I first met Professor Chris Evans in 1999, a whirlwind in Cambridge's biotech firmament, we laughed at lunch about my choice of smoked salmon. One of his many companies was involved with the pinkness of salmon, though its raison d'etre was scientific rather than trying to sate jaded palates. We talked of a thousand things. His red hair, Ferraris, rock music, his wife and four children, his disc jockey namesake, wine and rugby. He's Welsh, so I'd anticipated the rugby. I used to be a flanker, he told me. Flankers rush around agitating, they're into everything, and that's me in business, here, there, everywhere, stirring things up. In 1996, three years before he caused me to see my smoked salmon in a different light, he'd set up Merlin Biosciences to manage investments in biotechnology. Since then, he's established and funded an array of life science companies valued at around $7 billion, give or take the odd million. He was always tomorrow's man, an irresistible mix of brains, pride, energy, and zeal. Professor Evans has made a fortune for himself and others and helped translate unfathomable breakthroughs into practical, sometimes life-saving therapies, which have helped premature babies, stroke sufferers, the blind, those with infectious diseases, and others with breathing difficulties. He helped instigate the UK Stem Cell Foundation and has specialised in innovative cancer drugs. This is not bad, really, for the son of a steel worker from a council estate in Port Talbot, a founding father of Cambridge's biotech cluster, it's all to be found in his CV. St. Joseph's School, Port Talbot, microbiology at Imperial College, a PhD at Hull University, a research fellowship at Michigan University, an OBE in 1995, and a knighthood in 2001. AstraZeneca has built its new headquarters and research centre in Cambridge, a huge glass billion-pound doughnut. Built on the round, its futuristic appearance obliges visitors to stop and stare and wonder. It's emblematic of AstraZeneca's confidence in Cambridge and in its high-tech future. Cambridge's burgeoning community of high-tech companies is now sufficient in scale and clout to have evolved its own ecosystem. Finance can be sourced, though of course it will never be easy. Employees can move on to neighbouring businesses, a nexus where companies compete, cooperate and learn from one another. 
a cradle where tech-savvy graduates can get a start in their careers. When the ascendancy of Chris Evans and his ilk started, the Cambridge Science Phenomena, now known as Silicon Fen, was more plowshares than science. Venture capital was as scarce as hen's teeth. Investors were tremulous at funding unintelligible boffins, reticent of backing companies whose peculiar products they didn't really understand, with names they couldn't pronounce. Evans and pioneering investors like Herman Hauser and his Amadeus Fund, and a handful more, were pivotal in creating the powerhouse that Silicon Fen has become. They cajoled shy financiers into having relations with eager people in white coats, suggesting that after consummation they'd look back not in anger but with delight, convincing them that the relationship need not be a one-night stand but could prove both fruitful and enduring. In a roll call of Silicon Fen's finest, it would be remiss not to include Alec Brewers, the former Chancellor of Cambridge University. He's an example of that rare, though thankfully no longer endangered species, an entrepreneurial academic. Alec, now Baron Brewers, knows a good voice when he hears one, having arrived in Cambridge as a choral scholar. He also had a BSc in Physics from Melbourne University in Australia. In Cambridge, he followed it with a BA in Electrical Sciences and a PhD. Brewers spent 20 years in America with Big Blue, a.k.a. IBM, once the mightiest name in its field, becoming an IBM Fellow, which to scientists is the equivalent of a gong. In Cambridge, he was Professor of Electrical Engineering and a fellow of Trinity College. To list all his achievements would need more than one podcast. The former master of Churchill College and the head of the university engineering department, he was axial in forging links between industry and academia. With his scholarship, a sharp instinct for business, and a deep understanding of the rarefied esoteric minutiae of science and engineering, years ago he told me, today the science needed in going from invention to product is greater than that needed for the original concept, which, frankly, is almost as true today as when he said it. I say almost because his sterling efforts and those of others have helped transform Silicon Fen from a flatland curiosity with a yodel name to a phenomenon which has galvanized academic thinking and left a considerable mark on the world of high tech. In a sector as fickle as pathfinding science and technology, there will always be casualties. It's how it is. Autonomy is a Cambridge business which went to the stars and hit difficulties. Autonomy with Arm, the silicon chip company, would fly the highest of all silicon fen companies. Dr. Mike Lynch co-founded it in 1996. Arm began in a barn. Professor Chris Evans began in a chicken shed. The first dribs and drabs of money that Lynch managed to scrape together 
came when he struck lucky in a Covent Garden pub. In 1998, Lynch told me, an eccentric who I hardly knew lent me a couple of thousand quid. From early on, Lynch was hailed as a superstar. Autonomy took off, specialising in the analysis of large pools of data, using research applications which Lynch had developed. At its height, it was Britain's second largest software business. Its rise and rise was extraordinary. Here was a company, like Arm, which looked certain to establish Cambridge on the high-tech global map. In October 2011, Autonomy was sold to the colossal Hewlett-Packard, HP, information technology company in California. It went for almost $11 billion. Like Autonomy, HP had a modest start, though a rather longer heritage. It was founded in a garage in 1939 by Bill Hewlett and David Packard. They began by making test and measuring devices. The Hewlett-Packard Garage in Paolo Alto is today a landmark. A plaque states the birthplace of Silicon Valley. Within a year of buying autonomy, Hewlett-Packard wrote $8.8 billion off its value. In 2019, the former finance director of autonomy was sentenced to five years in prison in America after being found guilty of accounting fraud. He was convicted of making false statements to investors about Autonomy's revenues before it was sold to Hewlett-Packard. American prosecutors alleged he inflated Autonomy's financial record by booking revenue from deals ahead of time. When I first met Dr. Lynch, before his protracted legal battles with Hewlett-Packard, he talked of British universities being as good as anything in America, in terms of skills, research, and quality people. He also told me that when he began, and I quote, I failed to raise capital. I went to see the local bank manager, who was more used to approving loans for newsagents. Mike Lynch is now an embattled software multimillionaire. He's fighting extradition to the United States on fraud charges linked to the autonomy sale to Hewlett-Packard. Another company which Lynch helped finance, Dark Trace, was set up in 2013. It's a cyber security group, and with hacking and cyber attacks on the rise, it's said to have a bright future. Dark Trace floated in 2021 and has a market value now of some four and a half billion pounds. Another Cambridge-based company, its shares have performed very strongly. The wheels of justice grind painfully slow. Only time will tell how much the autonomy affair has damaged Cambridge's high-tech credibility. You've been listening to Big Business. This is John Swinfield signing off. Don't forget to click on subscribe. I'm on every Wednesday at 11am GMT.